and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 248 of There's No Place Like Terra, Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie. Hello, and I am Grace. Uh, and today we're watching yes. SGA uh-huh. Atlantis yeah. uh, Season 3, uh-huh. Episode 8, Yes. McKay and Mrs. Miller. I love this episode. The best. So much. A.K.A. Siblings. A.K.A. Meredith. <laughs> I have one more AKA that's meant to be funny, but but it comes across cheesy. So These are the best kind sometimes. It's AKA a beautiful mom because it's a play <laughs> on a beautiful mind. Yeah. <laughs> but it just ends up being way sweeter than you mean it to. I, <laughs> but um, I like it. <laughs> I love this episode so much. Yeah. It makes me so happy. <laughs> it really is fun. It's fun. Um, I think the best part about it is the way they wrap it. Yeah, it's there's definitely a lot of heart, and definitely the the center of the heart of this episode is the beautiful real life sibling relationship between uh, David and Kate Hewlett. I do love that our guest star is the actual sister. You know, they're good actors, I'm sure, but a lot oh, yeah. of that chemistry is just pre built, which is really cool. One of the like, just in some of the ways that like Kate hits David is yeah. like that shit. Has, That's actual that is, sibling shit. That is years, decades. <laughs> A.K.A. sibling shit. Yeah. A.K.A. sibling shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in case you didn't know, guest star is Kate Hewlett. Yeah. Ta-da! <laughs> um, the younger sister of David, and if you saw Dog's Breakfast, you've also seen Kate Hewlett. Yay! I do love that they work together often. I, I'm calling twice often. Sure. I mean... That's, that's more than many siblings yeah, get to work exactly. together. Unless you're like a Bridges or or something. Or I mean, like I've a... worked together with my brother once. That's fair. Not I don't acting. think I've ever... I, well, once my brother did something with us where I worked. So that's fair. Um, I'm going to preface this, guys. If at any I was going to ask how your weekend has how your I'm just going to preface this. At any point, I start just like trailing off words. I am recording this well doped up on Benadryl, guys. So many Benadryl. The fact that you're awake to me <laughs> is a miracle in itself. So, um, so what has, I guess, if if you do it two years in a row, does that make it a tradition? I mean, you're building tradition, yeah. So we went on our, I guess it is now traditional anniversary camping trip and was doing real good. Um, until the the second night out of two nights, uh-huh. when I was attacked by mosquitoes. That'll do it. And when I say I was attacked by mosquitoes, it's not just some of you who get a lot of mosquito bites. Like, it looks like you have measles. It, it looks like I have measles or chicken pox. Yeah. It's from, like, the knees gnarly. down. Yeah. And then the rest of me is just, like, a mosquito bite every six square inches or so. Yeah. It's, like, to... to... Look, this is dark, but it's like the coronavirus map. Yeah. <laughs> it's like all the dots um, are so close together that it's the my just... F- my feet are so swollen, they barely fit into my sandals. Oh, that is the worst feeling. I do know what the swollen feet And I have, like. I have 
itch stuff coating them and yeah. then I have to put socks on them. I'm doing the socks and sandals, but that's mainly so I Your can skin off? Yeah, yeah, just rip the skin off my legs <laughs> and feet. Well thankfully it looks like a cool breeze is coming in. <sighs> so that'll help the feels yeah. a little bit. But did you have fun? I had a lot of fun. Good. We went and did a uh, one day we did a seven mile hike to uh-huh. catch fourteen geocatches. Nice. All the geocatches in the park. I like it. It was it was a lot of fun. Some of them were really cool, hidden. Um, it was actually some of the best hiking I've had in Florida. I will say that. Oh, nice. Uh, we went to Manatee Springs State Park. Um, and it's... This is going to sound weird, and I don't really know how to explain it, but it's the most... It's the most northern U.S.-style hiking that I've had here in Florida. So it's it's less swampy and more mountainy. It's less swamping and it's not like the I don't know what they called but it's just like the 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 stick thin perfectly in a row trees that they've sort I of gotcha. replanted. Um this was like there were p- shrub palms and everything all around but they were walnut trees and cool oak trees and so the the path and the trail walking through the flora was was northern in in style you had a little bit more feel of it yeah and the the, where the um where the hiking paths went through yeah yeah you got a little more i got a little more feel of of hiking as i'm more used to it right so and the most important thing of the entire weekend mm-hmm. was not our anniversary. It was <laughs> the fact that our own Kaylee the Thorgy yeah. is now an official Bark Ranger. Oh, hell yes. She I has, mean, she's titled now. She's photos with the Park Ranger and everything. Oh, I love this so much. Yeah. A little Bark Ranger. She, uh, she followed all the rules. Had oh. her humans keep her on the right length leash. Had her humans pick up her poop. Okay. Uh, visited the sort of little couple little spots. Yeah. And yeah, she got to get her very own Bark Ranger badge. I love it. I think Stormy mm-hmm. would aspire to be a Bark Ranger. He would, yeah. I think Drakey would say, fuck off, man. Yep. And say, you don't tell me what to do. Fuck <laughs> the man. <laughs> Probably. Well, I'm glad you had fun. This Attempt. is, a, I just kind of accept this as just part of the course when I go camping, is <laughs> that I will be Benadryled up for like four days after Follow camping yeah, every time. You need to take the time off after your camp yeah, to be prepared. <laughs> exactly. Um, we did not have quite such an eventful week, but we did have ducks land in our pool because Florida, Nature came to you. Yeah, because hashtag, well, as we've discussed before, our backyard is camping. Yeah. <laughs> and so thankfully, our dogs don't get in the pool. Of all the things that our dogs do, because they do a lot of things <laughs> that they shouldn't do, they don't get into the pool, um, period. Yeah. So that means they don't get into the pool without permission. Mm-hmm. So these ducks landed right in the middle of the pool. There's big... I, I don't think I'd put together how large ducks actually Some are ducks when are they're, gigantic. like, right up in your face. Yeah. Because it's one of those... It's kind of like cows. You're so used to seeing them from, from a, a distance, distance that you forget that how you big forget the how large are. They are. Yeah. And so, I, I, you know, I let the boys out in the morning and I come right back and there's just these two giant ducks yeah. swimming. And I'm like... Y'all don't want to be swimming here. <laughs> Y'all don't want to be doing that. But I, they, they they took off before I could get my phone, which was really the most <laughs> frustrating yeah. part. But, uh, you know, I get it. They've been flying for a while. They needed a quick landing exactly. in some water, a quick, a quick run through. I think they probably were like, this isn't normal water. There's nothing here. Let's get the fuck out. Exactly. But, uh, 
my favorite part of the whole thing was because you weren't available, I texted Brother Matt. I was like, the dogs, there was full, <laughs> there was ducks in the pool. And then Brother Matt goes, I wonder what the dogs would do if they actually caught him. I was like, oh, my sweet summer child. Yes. These dogs will immediately eat. Those ducks would have been breakfast ducks. 100%. <laughs> Hundred <laughs> percent. Um, but it reminded me of how kind the dogs that you guys grew up with. Yeah. I've been told were our dogs were gentle, gentle beasts who would probably. <laughs> I have a hunch the dogs that I grew up with would honestly be like, "Oh no, duck! I'll sit over here. Yeah, you have your bath time. Yeah, no, please do what you. <laughs> and and I'll tell you, I that don't it... want to disrupt you. Oh, do you want me to go back inside? So yeah, you have oh, your time. oh, sorry, so sorry. Yeah. yeah, they're Canadian. Your dogs are Canadian. Our dogs are Canadian. No, my, you know, Stormy is a lab. Yeah. So it's in. I I imagine that it's in his nature. I mean, all of our dogs were lab mixes as well. Well, that's fair. <laughs> Um, I will say Stormy has not eaten lizards the way that Drakey has. And he does kind of, he is interested in bugs and doesn't eat them. He yeah. kind of sniffers them. So I think he might have been better off. But Brudder ain't fucking around. I'm surprised that wasn't what got him to jump in the pool. Y- yeah. Yeah. Because uh, he's been, th- and I will say they thought about it all day yesterday. They circled the pool. And so they, there was a lot of whining at the mama about getting in the pool. And it's like, no, bud. I will say that, um... Kaylee, again, squirrel's favorite enemy. Yeah, yeah. Um, did not know, was was very pleasant, and would just sit and watch, and I think was enthused about all the deer she saw. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I wonder what they think of deer. I know, because it's clear she didn't think it was another dog, because otherwise she, she'd be barking It's not a dog, it. but it's also not a cow that she needs to herd. And she, uh, she also was very um, blasé about armadillos. Because we oh. saw a couple armadillos, and she was like, I'm whatever. I know that Drakey will hunt armadillos. <laughs> there is a hole in our fence that is proof. There's an armadillo-shaped hole in our fence. <laughs> Just Looney Tunes style. Yeah, yeah, because as... You know, it's it's low to the ground. It's it's a it's a it's about the size of an armadillo. Yeah. And frankly, I don't know what other animal could have made that hole through the fence. Beaver. While being while while being chased, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, just to ram into our yeah. fence, just barbarian, tank yeah, its and, way. and make it out the other side mm-hmm. because there's no dead animals around it, um, or <laughs> um, that Drakey tried to eat. Yeah, I really just Drakey's our hunter. Yeah, um, I've actually yelled at squirrels before and was like, "You don't want to be in this yard. Get out." Yeah. Um, and yet, they continue. Like, if the boys are inside, there will be families of squirrels just wandering our backyard. Kaylee will just try to break through the window to get them. Yes, I bet. <laughs> we should bring her out here one day. But needless to say, because we were camping, um, I am n- n- very behind on some of my usual pop culture things. Yeah. Um, I am not only behind on Critical Role, I haven't even been able to see uh, talks or... Oh no! Or narrative telephone yet? We haven't seen Wandavision yet. Yeah, you better get on it. I know. If it makes you feel any better, I have not yet watched Wandavision either, so it hasn't happened for anybody. There you go. Um, but that was our weekend pop culture. School started, so I'm back in like all the homework mode again. Yes. But guys, it's the last one. This is it. It's the final countdown. <laughs> like I'm saying, it's my last first day of school, and that somehow j- fucks people's minds. Okay, I'm going to stop now. Oh, yeah, we learned that the dogs like music. <laughs> 
Well, it's funny because I still don't know if my dog likes the music and is singing along or is yelling at me to shut up because I'm out of tune. To stop it, yeah. Yeah. Um, Drakey learned how to turn on my Spotify. I don't know how he did it, but he did it today (laughs) at 6.30 in the morning. But did he have good music taste at least? Well, he, he, I don't know how, of all the playlists in all the world, of all the things that I have, he found ACDC's shook me all night long you know appropriate (laughs) appropriate yeah well he's a guy he's a little guy he's a little weird guy september 8th 2006 (laughs) let's do this uh this is the martin show direct or written by martin garrow directed by martin wood martin and martin and Martin 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 and martin show we started the episode in a relatively unusual place for stargate yep you were slightly confused yep uh, playing with a toy train, there's a kid, we'll learn Madison, uh-huh. and her mother, we'll learn Jeannie. Yep. And the train that, that Madison is playing with triggers an idea, a major idea in yeah. Jeannie. I and do love this this era of kids, yeah. like this age of <laughs> this kids. This era of kids. Where they kind of just kind of, where you're like, what are you playing? We're playing trains. Okay, what do I, no, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Your fun is wrong. Yeah, and it's like. <laughs> It's not that, like, they have this idea of what things should, so it's kind of fun to just be like, okay, what do you, what do you, what are you doing? Because their brains are so specific. I know you're not a kid person. I, I, listen, I am very much in the McKay coming up in this uh-huh. episode. I just like Confusion? this Confusion? When you kind of just let them go and see what they do, it's really interesting to I'm be I'm fine like, at letting, I'm going to sit over here. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Go. It's like, oh, go do, what are you, what's next? All right, cool. Uh, it's a fun game. Um, but Jeannie has an idea, and she goes over to a small finger paint easel. Mm-hmm. Like, not even going for a marker or pen that I'm also sure in the area. I was gonna say, wouldn't it be a lot easier to grab a pencil? Or a crayon, even? Like, you could have done this on a third of the amount of sheets that you did. It depends on how big she writes. Well, yeah. But still, I She mean... starts writing out equations to the point where, who knows how long later, Caleb, her husband, comes uh-huh. home, and Madison's just standing there... Yeah. Like 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 a kid from Close Encounters. I do love that um the husband has clearly been here before. Yes. He's like, Oh, it's one of those days, got it. <laughs> Alright, I guess I'll make dinner. Come with me. A child away from the mommy. <laughs> Every surface in the playroom is now covered with finger paint equations. Like it's completely normal. Yeah. Later that night as we're getting ready for bed. Uh, Caleb tries to convince Jeannie to get her equations out to Graham Peel because because Caleb's an English major and... Yeah, can't help you. I mean, it looks important. Uh-huh. I mean, that's what I would say, too. That seems important. And the next day, she transfers her finger paint to pen, mm-hmm. which I guess is more preferable to send off from the finger paint. I, it still bothers me to do math and pen. It really just bothers me. Uh, someone who knows actual science... <laughs> Someone who's a real scientist, please let me know if that's normal. It bothers me so much to do math and pen. Um, I'll be honest. I've always done mine in pen. I, I would just it. scratch things out, though, or just, like, redo the equation. Mainly because, I don't know, I've... I don't think I've ever worked a lot in pencil. Um, it was just ingrained in me so early that you do math in pen. In pencil. Yeah. Math is done in pencil. In fact... My calculus teachers would give you a zero if you turned it in and it wasn't done in pencil. Yeah, no, I think I've always done a math and if need be, I just cross the entire equation out or something and write it again. Yeah. I think it's because, and I don't know, 
I think it's I'm not a left I'm not a lefty, but mm-hmm. I the pencil would always like smear or fade or something like this. So there's something that in my head because I'm also, you know, very particular about the pens I use as well. Well, I was going to say, I'm very particular about the pencils. And yeah. The pe- in fact, we just went through a bucket of pens and pencils and we're like, not this one, not this I one. I also, even when I'm using pencil, because I will use pencil in D&D notes and yeah. stuff. Um, obviously on my sheet and everything else. But I have to use a mechanical pencil. I think part of the things about pencils growing up is... And I think maybe why I like pen, I don't like, it has to be a fine, solid line. Uh-huh. And so when I was using pencils and it's the, the normal pen, stick yeah. pencil, it would always dull out. Yeah, it, it will. And yeah. I don't. But that's why you just obsessively sharpen it like I did. See, and I would use mechanical pencil. <laughs> yeah. You just, I just an obsessive sharpener. Yeah. And I just need, I just go straight to pen. I have a very <laughs> particular pen I like. Yeah. I, if I could only use that pen for the rest of my life, I would. I like that. It does thankfully comes in multiple colors. We do have a lefty in our house. So we also, I have two particulars. I have two lefties in my house. Growing up, I did. Oh, I was like, not currently. Gotcha. Growing up, I grew up with, you know, two lefties in the house. Yeah. So there was no smearing pens anywhere. No. Yeah. It's uh, not allowed. Yeah. Um, which is fun when you only like gel pens. Because I only like gel <laughs> I pens. I had a major gel pen I mean, time. it was the 90s. And I was all the glitter. <laughs> also, this was early 2000s in college, That's I think, fair. too. All the glitter ones. I had the. I liked the ones a lot that were the silver on the inside and then the color on the outside. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I used a lot those of those, too. Uh, but, yeah, for any work done, because it was the 90s and mm-hmm. the 2000s, it... Uh, you you write in black pen, and you math in a pencil. Yeah. The end. I I like a solid, just off of black or blue, if preferable. Okay. I use a lot of purple. There's a there's one I like that it's 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 not it's a more of a teal. Yeah. I'll go into the teal. I'll go into the green. See, Anything to, to get yeah. off a standard black and blue. Yeah. Uh, well, see, to me, those are the the fun. You use the fun ones for notes, so each color can mm-hmm. be coded to something. Okay, let's get out of the nerd <laughs> corner, because uh, if y'all are still awake, thanks. Let's get back to the show. Anyway, so she's transferring these to send off her notes to Professor Peel, who's at <laughs> Caltech. Because I thought you did like the Caltech I do you know, love, call yeah. Out. And who knows how long later, weeks or whatever, there's a knock on the front door and lo and behold, it is Lieutenant Colonel Samantha Carter it's of the United same. States Air Force. Did you see her name in the guest doors? It was just a complete I surprise. I missed it. I yeah. totally missed it. Uh, it's funny because even in my rewatch, I missed it again. Like I knew she yeah. was there, but I missed her name in the credits, um, which is fun. I Where does the sister live? She's... Because this comes... I think she... I think she's in... Because she she it's either Vancouver or Toronto. I th- it might be f- it, she is in Canada. Okay, because she can send a thing to Celtic quickly, but then she's also back and forth from Colorado quickly. I'm thinking. I think they just like Vancouver because That's we're fair. here. Yeah, fuck it. We I mean, I think that is some uh, mounted police That's with fair. Sam. Okay. I like. It. And obviously, Jeannie's a little nervous. Uh huh. Like. <laughs> Was she yeah. not supposed to send um, math proofs? Yeah. I swear I didn't do something illegal. Across the galaxies to Atlantis, John comes interrupt McKay and Zelenka mm-hmm. and tell McKay that Sam needs his help. And it gets a bit smug about that. 
Yeah. About how Sam would need his help. But it's about your sister. And we see McKay blue screen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, the girl you like and your sister are hanging out. Yeah. You should be worried. Yeah. You should be so worried. Yeah. The person who has all of the dirt on you in your entire life and the girl that you like are hanging out. Mm-hmm. Um... But also just the mention of a sister, like well, that that in itself would be enough. But then let's add these other dimensions yeah. to it. Um, I do. Um, that last my thought. Keep going. Okay, so McKay's able to get back to Earth. Same as there's a welcome, you know, welcome yeah. party, and I love how he's just nah immediately. What's my sister done? Yeah, I mean it's 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 um. Because I guess you could call it growth for McKay that he's not just immediately babbling around Sam. Uh, I but guess it's also a little bit like, hey, <laughs> this you, isn't better. Listen, McKay, for for all his faults, we know is just a master of pleasantries. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it's like it's. It's it's funny to think of it. It's almost growth for him mm-hmm. to be cool enough to still be a dick, yeah. as opposed to just a babbling idiot. He gets that you know next I mean? scene. He gets that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, in an episode of Fantastic Interpersonal Dynamics, <laughs> yeah. it's just fantastic. Uh huh. In Sam's lab later, um, sorry, I just saw dirt be throw fifteen feet out of nowhere. Yeah, I just got attacked. I just been attacked. Dog is digging a hole again. Uh, McKay is, is getting caught up on, I guess, all of his favorite foods that Atlantis doesn't yeah. always get to have. I mean, it's hard to get some stuff out there. Plus, I'm sure intergalactic gig travel blo- drops the blood sugar a little bit. Oh, yeah. What would be your first fast food? My first fast food? Back on Earth. Oh. I don't know. I, fast food. God, back on. See, I'm not like a normal, like, burgery person. Sure. It may be Taco Bell. It's not a bad choice. It may be Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Um, or Culver's. Oh, Culver's is fun. Yeah. Um, mine's Jack in the Box, but Jack in the Box that I grew up with, because I've heard that a lot of it's changed, I've, it's trash. I've never eaten a Jack in the Box in my well, life. Well, that's because they don't exist west of the Mississippi. <laughs> Everything's fine. That's just a dog. Digging against the metal frame <laughs> of where we are. He's just trying to get to the foundation of the house. Basically. He's doing, you know, he's helping you with some renovation. Yeah. But that I want, whether I want it or not. Yes. Uh, sorry, y'all. That was a moment. So, McKay won't say he's impressed, even though he clearly is, um, but also figures that this, you know, this can't be his sister's work. She's been out of the game for years. And by game, I mean she hasn't published a single theoretical physics paper in, like, four years. <laughs> I mean, she was doing some interesting work. No, no, no. Rodney McKay, at least. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, but then she... <laughs> but then she got herself knocked up by an English major. I feel like English major is the worst... Oh, it is... Like, thing that is a derogatory term here an english major and her priority shifted overnight well yeah we'll get into that in a second yeah yeah um mckay tried talking some sense into her sister Mm -hmm. but she's stubborn well i wonder where she gets that from okay let's because you know the conversation would have to happen at some point in this episode let's just digest Uh uh-huh um 
as two women who I who I'm fairly confident can say both identify ourselves as feminists. Uh-huh. Yeah, if a woman fucking wants to leave school because she wants to raise a family, she gets to do that. That she gets to do that because she gets to do whatever she wants to fucking do. Exactly. So whatever. you know what? Maybe her priorities did shift overnight. She gets to decide whatever her fucking because priorities guess are. Guess what? She gets to do that too. <laughs> and you know what? Who knows? In another 4 years, she might enter the physics world again. Yeah. Hey, and you know what? She gets to do that she too. She gets to do all of those things. <laughs> because that's how that goes. Because yeah. she gets to make her own rules. And if she wants to marry the goddamn English major, she gets to do that too. Uh-huh. <laughs> if she wants to switch from physics to English? Yeah. All of it is allowed. Yeah. Because she is allowed to do whatever she wants to fucking do. Exactly. Even I mean, th- short of murder. Yes. Yes. Within the lo- rules of laws. Uh, within the rules of <laughs> ethics. I won't even go with laws because that's true. let's not fucking go there. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah. That's true. I was, u- I was using laws in like a generalized concept yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just love how... I just love the complete inability for McKay to even grok. Yeah. Not having science be someone's top priority. Yeah, I don't even think it's like a diss on feminism. It's no. just about math. He well, it's, it's about it's, the it's, science. It's of literally it all. he he can't he can't grok it. His brain doesn't. It's yeah. like well, Sam, you obviously. You obviously, Sam, picked science over family. Because you did what you're supposed to. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Yeah, I, I, I truly, and I think, you know, personal growth in these episodes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think McKay just didn't, he, he couldn't understand. <laughs> no, just. Yeah. He'll get there. I mean, and, again, and, and the McKays we, are stubborn. And what we learn by the end of the episode is that it's not just at his sister, but I don't think he understood that he had options on how he approached his life either. And I think it's because he didn't want to think of other options. That's what I mean. Like, he, it wasn't, like, just on her. He kind of just put this on everyone. Yeah. things were just that straightforward to him. I think he's someone who's like, well, if that's the thing you're good at, then that's the thing you do. Yeah. The end. Um, and so the last time McKay talked to his own sister was four Mm -hmm. years ago. Mm -hmm. I mean, he did check to see if she was published, to be fair. (laughs) He Googled her. Because that's how you check in on family. He's got a Google alert on her. Um. Facebook's doctor. I also get the feel, definitely, that because it's McKay's sister, because it's family, he has... Should I say, like, a lower personal bar? Because it's like, well, she's family, so we're... You know, it's family, so she's gonna, like, love me and everything, and... He doesn't have to work as hard. That's what I mean. Because it's family, it's like there's a lower bar of effort that he has to put into it. It's hard to say that, because he already has such a low bar of effort... 100%. ...that he starts with. But, yeah, that's fair. You know, again... He... He reaches out to other people of the same mind in the science community. If you're mm-hmm. not in the science community, he's going to be like... I have no interest. There's nothing for us to talk about. Yeah. So Sam checked the math. 
Mm-hmm. It works, which Mulcahy has the audacity oh, here. Oh, yeah. To be like, no offense, blue eyes, but I want some more time with it myself. The way Sam says the math checks out yeah. is reminding herself that even though she could kill him uh-huh. in like 10 seconds flat, yeah. she shouldn't. Yeah. she That's her just... Like, I don't think that he realizes how much Sam would give Taylor a run for her money. Yeah. You know, like... But there's also just, like, that smirk on Sam's face is like, oh, McKay, don't ever change. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you're an idiot. (laughs) But, like, the instinct to kill him is, like, I don't think he realizes how deadly she is. Because he sees her as a science person, and to him, you're either a science person or a brute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, no, no, no. No. (laughs) This woman will kill you and then blow up the sun. Um, Where does I... I moved my map, and I didn't know where I was in my thing. Okay. So McKay's, like, double-checking... You didn't tell my sister that I've been trying to, like, prove the same thing, did you? Because, like, I can't have that. Because that that would be embarrassing. It would be embarrassing. Um, But no, because while she's been cleared by the Pentagon, um, Jeannie won't sign the confidentiality agreement. Close enough. She wants nothing to do with Sam or Stargate or U.S. government. She's a bit of a pain in the ass, which Sam just figures runs the family. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. And McKay's like, well, fine, we don't need her. You have one McKay here. Um, it's Sam and McKay, we'll be able to figure this out, and... This is not the McKay we wanted. Slowly, he's like, yeah, there's uh, some missing pieces here, isn't there? <laughs> and Sam just stares at him, obviously knowing... Yeah. The obvious conclusion, because Sam came to it long before she called for McKay. They need Jeannie. Yeah, go get your sister. And she's like, that's mainly... We didn't bring you here for your brain, for you to do the math. We brought you here for you to convince your sister. Yeah. I mean, she's not going to listen to McKay, because... Yeah, I mean, as far as they're concerned, though... There's some sort of, like, they're desperately trying to get this woman to come out. Well, it's like, who else would be the, the brother that's already in the thing, but yeah. then you forgot to factor in that this is McKay? Yeah. And he probably doesn't have the best sibling relationship as others. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, this'll be fun. You know, we're not, we don't have a great track record for sibling relationships, for anyone on either side of... Well, I we know Sam got better with her brother. Yeah, but that's what I mean. We don't have a good track record for where people start. Yeah, exactly. Because um, we haven't heard anything about anyone else's siblings. Well, we know Daniel's an only child. And, there, you know, there's something... There's something that goes along with that, that... Because you have to be of, of a certain person... With us, I don't want to say like without connections. But you have to be able to detach. You have to be able to, to detach the because these people do. went to Atlantis and didn't know if yeah. they'd be able to see their family or anyone again. Yeah, there is. It's um, like I'm close enough to my family that I can like, oh, it's Atlantis. I'd love to go. But like, when you're looking at never talking to anyone back on Earth again, like I'm close enough to my family that'd be like that. Yeah, it's the difference between like um. 
I have an active close relationship versus I love my family. Exactly. Where yeah, no no one here has an active like active close relationship. No one in the show. Family. I mean, people here I mean. yeah, in yeah, yeah. this recording. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Patio. That's, no no no. In the show. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I mean, I love my family, but it's not going to be that different. Exactly. It's, it's more like me. Like, I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. I haven't <laughs> seen my family in four fucking years anyway. Yeah. I love them. I talk to them all the time. Yeah. By phone. <laughs> so not She to... says that she misses a text from her mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm recording, mom. I'll call you later. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. So knocking on Jeannie's door. I think I talk to your mom more than I talk to my mom. That may be accurate. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Knocking on Jeannie's door with flowers? It's yeah. not... <laughs> yeah. It's just... It's not the... I've seen sadder bouquets of flowers. It's not a sad bouquet. It just has... It doesn't seem to have a personality or anything. Yeah. Like, there's not... It's, it's such a cold gift, it seems. But that's what I mean. Like, it, it's it's like... I've seen random bouquets you can pick up at the grocery store that have more personality than that bouquet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's more, like, the intent is there, and I get yeah. where he's coming from. 100%. But it, it really is, like, what do I bring to this person? It's like showing up with a random bottle of wine, and yeah. it's like, thanks, we don't drink. Uh-huh. Or, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, this is my bottle of wine. Yeah. I brought it so that I can survive the night. Yeah, in your house. Yeah. To say that McKay is the last person Jeannie expected to see on that day at her door is an understatement because, as we were just saying, I have an, like, active relationship yeah. with my sibling. Yeah. If my brother just showed up randomly one day at my door... Oh, yeah. I'd be like, huh? Why are you here? Why? What's going on? Yeah. I am suspicious. Well, especially because they don't live near each other or exist near each other. Which, and you yeah. know, McKay probably didn't live near his sister. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. back when I lived at home, yes, I would just drop by and be like, I'm here. Yeah. However, if somebody showed up at my door, <laughs> it involves a flight, and I would be like, no, COVID, <laughs> right now. Oh, yes. But in general, I'd be like, not allowed. Do you want me to set up the tents in the back for you? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so he's like, are you gonna invite me in? She's just like, why are you here? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Because clearly you did not just stop in to say hi. Yeah. Like, for what so many want? reasons did you not just stop by to say hi. <laughs> so, of course, she's suspicious. Uh, because she's already just had a knock on her door randomly from Sam yeah. Carter about yeah, her yeah, math yeah. proof. I mean, no, no, no. I mean, I'm not here for, I, partly I am here for that. Yes. And no, McKay doesn't work for the U.S. government. He works for a multinational oversight committee. I do love that. That multinational oversight committee. Because that's better. Uh-huh. Jeannie does not care. Doesn't want anything to do with anything. She wrote just some theoretical physics. There's no practical application it can have for anything. Uh, it's like, yeah, it does, actually, though. But I can't tell you. Well, actually. Until you sign the agreement. Sign the goddamn agreement already. That's one of those where you're just like, please, I want to show you something mm -hmm. cool. I get that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but to Jeannie, the whole getting proprietary over research shit is everything that's wrong in science. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, um, 
I had a term for what I wanted to say, but the Benadryl ate it, so we're just going to move on. Yep. But they, they're they the best at sibling back and forths. <laughs> uh, again, a lot of the... Not that they're amazing actors, and you can't have actors who aren't actually siblings have this type of back and forth bickering, but there is, like, this beautiful timing that only exists from decades of experience. Oh, yeah. Well, first, like, yeah. Also, let's talk about McKay's just, um, ability to just ooze the feeling of ew when the kid is around. Yeah. Oh, we'll get like there. the ewness I just it. like the, well, I can't tell you time until you sign the agreement, but I can't, you can't sign the agreement until you tell me. Yeah. Catch <laughs> 22. Yeah. This is the moment where I get real real for me when Caleb and Madison show up. Not the part where Caleb doesn't recognize his own brother-in-law, <laughs> yeah. but the part where McKay's frozen confusion when the small human comes up and hugs his legs and asks if he brought her a present. Yeah. That, Which, also, that's a little forward of the child. That has happened to me before once, though, where the kid just comes up and is like, did you bring me a present? See, to me, that's just bad kidding. Like, unless you know this person and yeah. are familiar with this yeah, human. yeah. That's not a thing to say. But that general just, like, freezing. The blue screen that happens right there. Uh-huh. I know it well. Yeah. That, well, that one, I, I love kids. But if a kid I don't know said that to me, I would be like, that's not okay. I think it's more of just the tiny human coming up and hugging your legs. Yeah, I, yeah, do yeah. Do you move? Consent. How do, I'm now stuck. Consent, please. Um, <laughs> My legs children consent. need consent. Actually, um... I had a great conversation with my sister about that because her youngest actually doesn't love all the hugging and mm-hmm. getting and and my parents were like just it's your you know it's your family they want to hug you it's like yeah. she doesn't have to let you hug him no and my sister's like well I was like no consent do teach her some, no she doesn't do want to be hugged all the time instead, yo. yeah and if she doesn't want to be hugged she doesn't have to be hugged just because she's little exactly yeah she gets to make the choice um, so Caleb invites McKay to dinner, and I have a hunch Jeannie wasn't going to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and McKay's really hoping that tofurkey is a joke. It's not. I love that that's a meal that you make on purpose. Yeah. Randomly. It's a very... I don't know how big tofurkey is these days, but it was, I think, definitely bigger in the aughts. Yeah, and it, it's it's my rule about these foods... Again, this is not a real thing, and this could be divisive, but here's my thing with with fake foods. Just don't eat it. Yeah. Just don't eat it. Now, I can see every once in a while, if, depending on, say you're a vegetarian, depending on the reasons you yeah. have switched to vegetarian, I can see every once in a while where you're just like, I want some bacon. Yeah. I'll give you that, but if, on I think average, the point though. for me to go vegan when I have is to start to eat foods that are naturally vegan like yeah. the goal is to get more vegetables in your diet and I think that's why to... like it all depends on why someone yeah. has turned vegetarian or vegan like yeah. I do know some households that were where like the tofurkey was slightly more um happened because one of them was a vegetarian and one of them wasn't. <laughs> That's fine. That all, yeah, I can see that. So it's like a compromise meal. Yeah. It was, to me, That's it's it's some of the foods are, you know what? Then I, maybe I just don't eat that food. Or yeah. some, I only eat it sometimes. Yeah. Maybe that's just what the reality of that food for me. But that's my, again, personal thing. So after dinner, Caleb lets them catch up. 
and I'm with McKay, I would not know to stop in and say goodbye to the kid before yeah, I leave. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not a thing that would register with me. Yeah. So as Jeannie does some dishes, McKay again tries to convince her. I mean, you're only going to be gone a couple months tops. And she's like... <laughs> I have a child. Nah. I have a full-on child. Her first ballet recital is next Tuesday. Which, I mean, she's four. How good is I she going to be? I do love this line. This particular part, like the complete misunderstanding of why it's important uh-huh. to attend a child's yeah. recital. Yeah. Listen, I danced at four. A kid ain't going to be good. That is not the point, but that I That is do not agree. why you're there. Yeah. Kid ain't going to be good. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's true. None of them are. It's like a kid's play. They're not go- you're not going because it's fucking the globe. You know? Can I, can I did say I did... I, I was forced... To miss my uh, own mother getting her master's degree oh. because I had a dance competition. See that that's that's intense, and that that's a whole other side of the coin. That's yeah. like the commitment. Uh huh. We taught you to commit to things, and, and it wasn't just a recital; it. it was a competition. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't four though, so I probably I'm hoping was a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and and besides, Madison's not going to remember if you were there or not. Again, yeah. also not the point. Yeah, and I will tell you, as a ch- as as an adult, who who uh, is moving through, what to me were abandonment issues. The child will remember. <laughs> the child will remember forever. But again, I, I again I don't. Uh-huh. No children. Yeah. I feel like there's a difference when it's four or six. The child will remember, <laughs> and it won't matter that the reasons were good or bad. The child will just remember the way it felt. Um, because, again, sometimes these things are unavoidable. Yes. Uh, but children don't have the ability to say, well, mama's working so she can put food on your table. I'm just remembering the end of Into the Woods. <laughs> Careful what you say, children yeah. will listen. <laughs> That's true. And McKay pulls the trigger. This is bigger than your responsibilities. And Jeannie just basically turns with a fuck Yikes. Um, this is what Jeannie remembers. Belittling her choices. Uh-huh. Jeannie getting furious. Then they don't talk for four years. Maybe don't want to relive that right now. Yeah, yeah. And McKay then pulls the dad card. Oh, want them working together and sharing credit. She's like, oh, you share credit now, do you? That's new. Yeah. <laughs> Not important. We'll cover that later. He goes, this is much more important than anything Jeannie could imagine. And I got distracted by a cool bug. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, for for McKay, Jeannie's like, yeah, I'm sure that's super true to you. Yeah. But, like, being here and she gestures to this entire life, like, the world that she has, this is important. This is, like, this is a top priority and it's the thing that McKay's never understood. Yeah. Yeah, the, the idea that... Well, I think you'd have to get to that point to almost... Like, because to him children are an idea he hasn't really been around them yeah. or, or 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 you know having a partner is an idea it's not a, it's, a reality it, yeah it's an abstract concept yeah 
Yeah, and so he treats it like all the others, so it doesn't mm -hmm. weigh any heavily. Exactly. Uh, whereas she's like, this is now a reality. Mm -hmm. This isn't just conceptual math on a board. This is now happening. Yeah, and it's like what, if he could see, if she could translate it for him to see that way, it might might be the way he'll learn to weigh it. Maybe. And fine, McKay's left him left. Jeannie has left McKay. Uh -huh. No choice. Ask for a hand. Which listen. Again, if my brother just no, goes, why? give me your hands. Why? Not gonna trust That's him. That's not happening. My brother's awesome. If he goes, give me your hand, I'm like, nah. No, look, look. <laughs> Here, eat this. No. No. What is it? Here, try this. Why? <laughs> but it's <laughs> there's just certain yeah. I, same relationship that I've uh, yeah yeah no I love my little brother too and yeah. if he's like try this it's like why what'd yeah. you do to it what's in it what is it, does it was it is it broken does it smell why weird? am I taking your hand is it sweaty what's going on yeah what'd you do to it eventually she does and without warning they're beamed up to the Daedalus I mean that's unfair <laughs> again consent <laughs> yeah yeah let's talk about that a little bit <laughs> How about, you know... You basically kidnapped your sister. Yeah. Yeah. In in front of her child. And, and then husband. if Caleb comes downstairs right then... Yeah. <laughs> Call the police. So, understandably, she's a little confused. Uh-huh. As to what just happened. Sam is there and tries to, like, reassure her that she's okay. Yeah. And safe. She's just been teleported to an interstellar vessel in orbit around Earth. Oh, that's fine. She's like, bitch, please. Teleportation is about as likely as time travel. <laughs> Sam's like... And like a million questions start yeah. pouring through her head. Yeah. Um, and they start filling her in on what the Stargate program is. And she's just like, what have you gotten yourself into, Meredith? <laughs> and as soon part. as that name is uttered, McKay recoils. Yeah, it's... He knows what's coming. Uh-huh. Sam's just like, blue screen. Yeah. I'm sorry. Meredith? Yeah. Like, no, no. We're not letting that slide by. Meanwhile, Come back here with that. Meanwhile, Janine's like, do your friends not even know what your name is? <laughs> Meredith Rodney McKay. Oh. Sam will need more time to process. It just goes to show you how much self-control someone like Weir has, because Weir's got to know that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, how... How is that not in, like... That's what I mean. Like, here's, I think... Here's, here's my guess. Possibly. Uh-huh. Here's my guess, possibly. Do you think he legally changed I it? I think he may have legally changed it. And it's maybe a lot just... Of work. It's a lot of work to legally change your name. <laughs> but for McKay, might be worth it. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. But that's what I was like. It's got to be on personnel records. I know people it's, who go by their middle name. It's a hassle because if people don't know you and only see your records, they will call you by your first name. Yeah. That's like the fun first day of school moment. I'm going to call you by the name that is on the roll. Yeah. Please tell me what you prefer to be called and yeah. your preferred pronouns. Mm -hmm. um, that just could be because of the century we live in and I'm in college now. But that's, no, that's I mean, every first day. No, I mean, they still did, day. like, by nicknames of that because my four years in college... Almost no one called me Nicole. Yeah. Almost like people. I've had I had people who I knew in college, who legitimately did not know my first name was not Nick's. <laughs> That's awesome. But then again, they weren't seeing any official records, right. which is why I have a hunch possibly that he changed it. 
Yeah. Uh, so Genie's equations actually do have real-world applications. Uh, Genie could never have imagined. Sorry, I thought Stormy was going to say something. <laughs> he sat down like he had something he to say. He has very important thoughts about siblings. Yeah. I don't like my brother. I never asked for a brother. <laughs> I still refuse. It's what all older sisters think. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, the, the applications are real and it could affect every living being down on earth including Madison and that English major <laughs> and they can't do it without Mrs. Miller I mean they could use her just need, could could use her help McCads. and she's going to need a moment because this is a lot to yeah, take in it is it is a lot it is it is too much <laughs> Later that night, as you're getting ready for bed, Caleb's like, "Well, clearly you're going." Yeah, <laughs> I do love how supportive this this person is. Hundred percent. This husband is like, "Yeah, no, I got it. Four months, no big." Yeah, yeah. How often do you get this opportunity? Agreed. So on the date list, Jeannie is like, "Well, duh, I told Caleb the truth. We're married, and we don't keep <laughs> secrets." Again, yeah, that's a thing that. I, I ascribe to that rule. Yeah. But I feel like Weir didn't tell her husband. They weren't married. Oh, that's right. They weren't married. They were not married. Yeah. That's true. And although he's a bit concerned about telling him we'll possibly getting assassinated, but that's not going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. Because, like, probably not. Yeah, no, no big. So they have Sam over FaceTime, and she's actually going to help catch Jeannie up while they're still in range. So they talk about Project Actoris. An attempt last year to create zero point energy, virtually unlimited power. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, there was a slight problem with exotic particles that destroyed a solar system. But we're going to talk about that. Genie just like hits him and goes, it was uninhabited. Yeah. It's fine. It's no big. But the progress in zero point energy continues. And since we can't create all these exotic particles in our own universe, since bad shit happens, what about a parallel space time? Mm. And that's where we get to know what Genie's equations and work was on. Yeah. Bridging universes. Bridging. Which I can also imagine why when she's like, there's no practical application for yeah. bridging universes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jeannie learns that subspace is real, which is fun. They're mm-hmm. in it. Um, and back to work with those exotic particles. Like, they're going to stay on the other side of the bridge, right? The, <laughs> and Jeannie's theory would actually allow them to build the bridge and control it like a faucet. Yeah. And since... Only the people we want to cross the bridge. And since you consider the number of possible parallel universes, the fact that... The fa- the idea that they would stick all these exotic particles in a parallel universe that's inhabited mm-hmm. is astronomically slim. Of course. Oh, yeah. Dude, when you're like, this may destroy a universe, maybe do some bit more work on, like, pinpointing the universe. Yeah, maybe consider really looking, really... <sighs> Checking your candidate, uh-huh. your universe candidate. Although, imagine one day we're just wiped the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, like nobody knows how it happened. It's just we're just gone. Hundred percent. We don't know. It could be happening. It could happen all the time. They could yeah, exactly. Like, like particles be shoved into our air universe. Well, or like the idea that a entire universe would be zapped out. Who would know the difference? Oh yeah, if it wasn't there. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, these are the, this is the shit that has kept me up some nights sometimes. <laughs> like the parallel universes, the concept that every decision you make has been made in a parallel, uni parallel universe, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Oh no, that's that that shit's kept me up the night before. It's big. And Jeannie realizes that she has fixed McKay's problem in her spare time with <laughs> finger paints. Yeah. I have a hunch that she used finger paints in the first scene just for that line. Just so that she could do that, yeah. Uh-huh. It just, it, yeah. I wonder if part of McKay's frustration with his sister ultimately is because he's like, if you're doing this on your downtime. Yeah. But also, I think I'm a big believer in having to re let your brain do a lot of things so mm -hmm. that it can do what it does. Mm -hmm. I don't think she could have done this if she didn't lead the path of life she did. Yeah, we, we know that I'm a big multitasker, but I have to distract part of my brain for a lot of tasks. Well, and not only that, your brain... Because you're not just in science mode, mm -hmm. learns to think in other ways. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of my um, one of the reasons I love liberal arts and liberal arts colleges is mm -hmm. because you are exposed to things that are not just the thing you do. Yeah, so that you learn to see things from different perspectives and different angles, so you can see it. Um, you know you're not always approaching it from the same direction. Mm -hmm. You're more likely to find these answers. Yeah. Anyway. And no, and I also think I think the fact that there is a bit of McKay who fears or realizes that if there were different life decisions made by Jeannie, if she she never met Caleb uh -huh. somehow in that parallel alternate universe, um, that like Jeannie could. I want to say be smarter because be smarter is not the correct term. She'd be um, more successful. Be than more him. successful. Yeah. Than McKay. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And they start bickering, well, like siblings, and Sam has to shut them down. Yeah. And the hilarity of Sam, Amanda tapping, mm -hmm. finding them saying sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and that cute little Canadian accent. Yeah. Is hilarious. <laughs> It especially yeah because we know Amanda Tapping, but I I I do think that Amanda Tapping's done a really good job of losing her yeah accent of but yeah it is very cute if you will I I mean I would say that this is weird to say in a way that doesn't like make it sound weird but um, I don't think Amanda's Tapping's quote unquote, Canadian for her quote unquote my northern accent or mm -hmm. too off. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty yeah. Mine only it's gets a mild. Mine only gets thicker in certain situations. Uh-huh. I've heard it. <laughs> don't I ever... have zero accents. I refuse to believe otherwise and I That's don't want to know what Jesse has to say. <laughs> That's adorable. California English is the most non-accented English. The end by. But I will also say yours only comes out in certain situations as well. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. Phone calls to my sister. Phone, phone calls, calls back to home. I just start laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny because there's different forms of it. I do notice a very specific thing that I pick up whenever I talk with. Um, with my bestie Jen. Yeah. Where there's a very specific way that her and I speak to each other that's not Valley. It's not even Northern California. Hella. Mm -hmm. It's just this very specific from where we grew up. What you 
talking on the phone to some of your family, you get more staccato. That one I know. That yeah. one I have heard about. But, yeah. You know, it's this is this is what it is. Oh, you you put me you put me in a hockey game where you get more than like two drinks in me. Yeah. And uh, suddenly mine gets a lot thicker. You I know? can see that. Sometimes when you put two Benadryls in me, oh, it's, and I'm yeah. talking about things. I'm frankly impressed that you've held out this long. There, you can tell the words that I. <laughs> I did not intend that one right there. <laughs> okay. So uh, we have a great montage of McKay yeah. and Jeannie. It's a math montage. Working over the two-week trip to Atlantis. Yeah. In the midst of things, they mention the cosmological constant. Mm-hmm. So without getting like a full history on this here. Yep. Um, so originally the cosmological constant was basically a, a band-aid number. Okay. That Einstein put in his general theory of relativity equations. <laughs> it was. We're just gonna cover this up right here. It really kind of was. So before Hubble, Edwin, not the telescope, okay, discovered the universe was expanding. Uh-huh. Like Einstein basically needed to put a patch in these equations, um, so that his the, the so in the within the math, the the universe was like fixed and not like fixed in place, like static. Okay. Um, and so after Hubble, people were like, well, let's just set that number to zero. Right. And all the, the numbers work out because then things were expanding. Yeah. Um, but more recently there's been theories of like, maybe the, there is a, it isn't zero. Uh-huh. There is some number behind it. It is a constant. And now it's a possible measure of dark energy. <laughs> I'm just wondering if Stormy's going to bark through your entire Probably. But we're here now, so. Probably. But there's actually part of the part of the the discussion about cosmological constant and dark energy is zero point energy, which I know I went over I think in the Project Ectoris episode. I think so, yeah. Like, if you want to start a physics debate, just ask about the cosmological constant problem. I do remember this concept coming up. Mm-hmm. I can't say I know any of it. I remember any of it, or can I? Recite yeah, it back it's to one you of those. Enough? But literally, Einstein. Made a Band-Aid patch. Mm-hmm. He later said it was one of his, like, bigger blunders. <laughs> but yeah, cosmological constant. Yay. So anyway, I love the montage. Uh-huh. Because I love many montages. Well, I love a math montage, Including Jeannie being all of us staring at Hermia for the first time. Uh-huh. And we see a message from Daedalus reaching Zelenka with some prep work. Yeah. Homework. Um, and if there was any other show, I'd be like, look, they're making a Stargate. Yeah. <laughs> but it's Stargate. But they've already made a Stargate because that's what the show is. Exactly. I do like Zelenka in his suit. I know. I don't want to put his little white suit. I know, the little um, bunny suit. Yeah. I like seeing Zelenka in charge. Yeah. Like, I feel like when Rodney's finally out, it's like when the nighttime manager gets to manage the store. Well, I actually have this for later, but I, I will say that I have a very strong hunch that for all practical purposes, Zelenka is the head of the science department. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But. But Rodney doesn't seem to understand it. I, like, Zelenka's the one that does all the personnel reports. Yeah. Like, I think um, <laughs> having McKay not be there is, like, a chance to kind of breathe through a little bit mm-hmm. easier and not have to manage this person. It's like McKay is the figurehead of the science yeah, department. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's he, like, he's not here for me to have to manage, it, so it, I'm it, free to do actual yeah. things. Yeah. Whereas Zelenka's like, I'm the prime minister of this shit. I'm going to do all the work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, you're in charge. <laughs> Sounds good. So, uh, at the the end of that, again, 
Zelenka's the head of the science team. Yeah. And the fact that Zelenka actually thanks the crew after they finish <laughs> building whatever they're building. Yeah. As McKay and Jeannie are about to be beam down, Weir and John are kind of surprised to hear oh, yeah. about his sister. <laughs> because either, like, they just never heard of her or kind of start to think that she didn't actually exist. Yeah. They're like, uh, McKay's not actually human. No. As far as we know. So when they beam down, John just shaking Jeannie's hand and introducing himself. Oh, McKay's I love like, this. cold shower, Kirk. She's yeah. married and she's my sister. Hey, back it off. I do love this because John can't help but smolder. No, it's built in. Yeah, it's like he actually he is putting on a little bit of the Johnness, but he doesn't even realize he's doing it. But also, I think there's a little bit of that's just like the Johnness that gets turned on whenever meeting someone new. That's what it's... I mean. It doesn't matter that it's his sister, no. or that it's a it's a woman even, mm. or that it's an anything. It's just what he does. He just has naturally high charisma. Uh huh. Yes. So after Weir introduces herself and welcomes her to Atlantis, we have a whole other round of people caught off guard when Jeannie calls McKay Mare. Oh, yes. It's just a pet name. <laughs> and of course, Jeannie is automatically in Zelenka's good graces when she, like, is uh, human to uh -huh. him. Yeah. Kind. <laughs> Please and thank yous, as we will learn later. In the lab, everything is looking good. Conditions green. Uh, just let McKay run through his checklist. Yeah, do the things. Just I let personally him do the also love checklists. Yeah. <laughs> He's and like, this is what go. I'm here for. This is my better bread and butter. And Jeannie asks if, if they want to press the button together, and like that wouldn't. But, um, there's only. It's a small button. Yeah. There's only room for one finger, and I'm already here. So I'm gonna do it. Okay, bye. So then, because like he also likes to press the buttons. Yeah. <laughs> we just, just humor him. Yeah. Well, it's one of those where she probably knows all these things, but she also knows how far she can push him. I think there's another part where it's like, you guys have seriously been humoring him this badly. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. she's like, I know all this, but I know that we can push back. Yeah. So McKay presses the button. They power up to 5%. Containment's holding. Mm -hmm. Everything's steady. And we see, um, again, that, that sort of ugly, intimidated by his own sister yeah. side of McKay. Yeah, yeah. Again. Yeah, sure. Shared credit. We'll do this together. Dad will be so proud. Fine. So, after McKay just keeps parroting everything that Jeannie was saying back mm -hmm. at Weir, <laughs> Jeannie's like, yeah, I'm fucking off for the night. Yeah. Um... So she leaves, and then McKay's like, well, I... So someone else should watch it, because I need some sleep as yeah, well. exactly. And as those people are watching, the levels start going askew. Uh-huh. Bright light. Uh, and there is a foreign object in the containment chamber, Ugh. which, that's an understatement. Yeah. And again, they go for Zelenka and not McKay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't want to wake up McKay in the middle of the night no, either. <laughs> no, but it just it goes towards that theory of like Zelenka's in charge. Zelenka's basically in charge yeah. of the science department. Yeah, and that foreign object is a second Rodney McKay, but like <laughs> cooler. <laughs> and Zelenka is understandably a bit confused, not realizing for a moment that this is not his own familiar McKay. 
So McKay walks into the mess hall for the first time, hearing laughter in this in this episode, to a table full of familiar uh, voices and faces. It's Jeannie with the rest of his team. And the best part is they all know his first name is Meredith now. Uh-huh. I mean, they totes weren't talking about Meredith. No. They were talking about, like, other subjects, like bedwetting. Yeah, just, that, you know, general bedwetting. That time thing. school bullies made Ronan eat lunch with his underwear on his head. Oh, wait, <laughs> that was McKay. I love the minute of, like, the half second of McKay, like, oh, almost hopeful. Like, yeah. oh, I, oh, oh, just kidding. You were being a jerk. Got it. And Bye. McKay's like, what is this revenge for? And Jeannie goes, you legitimately don't know, yeah, do you? That you're just a garbage person to me. And that's when Weir calls John and McKay to the isolation room over the mm-hmm. PA system. <laughs> which is where they see cool McKay. Yeah. Uh, and everyone is very confused. And they're even more confused when Weir explains that Zelenka said he appeared out of thin air in the containment chamber. So is he a Nana McKay? Nana McKay? <laughs> Evil McKay? I mean, listen, he doesn't have a beard, so we know that's he's not fair. an evil parallel universe. Yeah. Um, Jeannie just turns to her brother. Astronomical odds, hey? <laughs> we won't destroy another gal- uh, universe, eh? <laughs> Clearly they got the math wrong, eh? <laughs> and the other guy wants to talk to McKay, and, well, she just turns to Jeannie going, you want to share credit? Yeah, this Let's is go. your mess now, yeah. So down with Rod... Which McKay apparently wanted people to call him Rod, but could never get him. <laughs> He's like, I'm not cool enough to do that. Also, I don't think I would ever call anyone named Rod named Rod. Rod. No. I'm just not. I don't like it. This isn't the 70s. Yeah. No one's named Rod. I would be more inclined if you need a shorten. If you need a short, like, Rodney McKay, I'd be actually more with K. Just like K. Oh, I don't like that either. I don't I, know. I'm gonna go with Ro. Um, here's one thing I used to just my nicknames for people uh, used to not be shorter, but they would get longer. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just not a fan of nicknames, uh, generally. Like I honestly, if I was gonna go for a nickname for Rodney McKay, I would go with. <laughs> I I ended if I either had a Y or an if. So if you already <laughs> have Rodney, it'd be Rodith. Yeah, I'm just not a big uh, nickname fan. In fact, I think you'll remember it took me a while to start calling you by your name. I was yeah. like, no, You're like, I no. can't do it. And I'm like, legitimately, I don't care. Like, answer the yeah, phone. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's why I was like, I'm not there. I won't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, if, if some people are very, like, only go by their nicknames, it's like, then you need to legit only go by your nickname and, like, never tell anyone the fuller name. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you, yeah, if it's upsetting to you, then yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they, they sit down with Rod. It's definitely a first for everyone involved. Uh-huh. So, Rod's gonna make some assumptions. <laughs> you were running some experiment, bridging parallel universes, had something to do with power generation. Yep. Yeah? Am I accurate? Well, it may be working here, but it's seriously fucking up Rod's own universe. Yeah. Thanks, guys. And Jeannie just smacks her brother again. (laughs) So really shitty, dangerous, exotic particles are being made on Rod's side of the bridge. Just all those wild particles. Yeah. They're just partying. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know. And they knew it would happen, but they were also hoping they would just fuck up an uninhabited universe, which, again... Can we talk about the, like, 
what is again my, all my words have been eaten by the Benadryl uh, the arrogance just the pure arrogance of like well no one lives there so we can fuck it up for our own purposes yeah the completely just not under um lack of the complete concern the complete complete shall I say the complete manifest destiny of uh, just yeah yeah like, yeah yeah sure uh-huh well it's not our universe doesn't matter yeah so we'll just, it's, just we're not there so no one is there uh-huh yeah um that's a real fucking gamble again <laughs> i go down yeah. to the fact that maybe try before you fuck up another universe do some research to make sure no one lives there. Also because, Rodney, you've been here before. Uh-huh. And since these particles are following the laws of physics of our time space, not of Rod's time space, mm-hmm. they're just ripping a hole in existence. Right, right. Sucks He's, to suck for you, Rod. Like, Bye. First a solar system, now an entire universe? <laughs> you always have to one-up, huh? <laughs> so, Rod's Atlantis detected the anomaly... They couldn't get a signal through, mm-hmm. um, but again, it's sort of like one intermittent bar that you're not enough to make a full call. You have yeah. the hope of making a call, but like no connection will get through. Yeah, I lived that this weekend. <laughs> um, but they could beam a person through it, protected by the ancient force field device. You know that thing that McKay depleted yep. in like the second episode. Yep. yep. Oh the, yeah, we don't have one of those either. Got it. And apparently, this was alternate John's idea. <laughs> so they drew straws and who would go. Rod didn't lose; he won. I mean, this was saving an entire universe. Yeah. Of course, he wanted to go. <laughs> and since we've shut down the experiment, mission accomplished. Game over. A bridge they knew was a one-way street, so now Rod is stuck here. Fun. So they get Rod a guest room, um, and Rod starts his favorite thing in the entire universe, telling everyone about their alternate selves, including Jeannie having two more kids, and complimenting her how awesome a mother she is. Aww. I feel like this Rod's just telling people what they want to hear. Uh, I'm kind of with our team at the end of the episode where they're like, he was a little creepy. Yeah. He's just a little full of shit. Meanwhile, McKay or John are like, what's the game plan? Because McKay doesn't want him to keep Rod. Like, we want to take him back. (laughs) How do we get rid of this? And apparently Rod doesn't want to go to Earth. He wants Uh to stay in Atlantis, which McKay is not all about. No. Yeah, here's the thing. There's a difference. I'm going to go back to Star Trek. You know, we have we have the two Rikers. Okay. And Thomas just went and did his own thing. So, like, William didn't have to, like, yeah. deal with it. Will is just, like, he exists. He's out there. Every once in a while we'll meet up, but mostly we just kind of forget that the other one exists. Yeah. That's the problem with Rod. That's why it's annoying. Rod like, wants to stay want here. To here. Exactly. Nobody um, wants you here. And this city is only big enough for one of them. Yeah. I mean, yes. And Weir may think that two McKays is better than one, but there is only one McKay. There could be only one. Whatever you say, Meredith. This is where poor McKay, I mean... This is where I... I you I, feel for him. I envy the fact that he hasn't just killed him. Mm-hmm. Again, the old Kill the rule. doppelgangers. Kill the doppelganger. So the next scene, Judd and McKay are... Sorry, John and Rod are at the Atlantis driving range. Yes. 
where you always lose your golf balls. How do you get those golf balls back? You don't, unless you have a giant underwater net. With a basket that says property of Daedalus do not remove. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently alternate John is a very late sleeper. He gets up he gets up late because he's up all night working with Mensa Club. Oh. They have a lot of functions. Which I don't know if that's innuendo for something or what. I don't... Well, Mensa's Mensa. I just well, no, don't no, I'm know. talking about the functions. They have all the functions. I think it's him being kind. It's like... Because to me, a function is a party. Yeah. But he's trying to make it seem like the other... Like, uh, Shepherd is... It's not really fun. No. But I'm not going to lie. A Mensa function might be fun for me. <laughs> oh, I would have, I think, a lot of fun at a Mensa yeah, function. Yeah, because we're nerds. And apparently the other John likes to brag about his intelligence a lot. And apparently makes McKay seem modest. Well, that part's interesting. John is like, well, you and, and McKay are different, too. You say things like, please and thank you. It is interesting to see this concept of the other shepherd. It's kind of like, what would happen... You can see it, right? Where mm -hmm. nature takes a nurture takes a different course mm -hmm. because this shepherd is very smart too, but he was also like bred with a little bit of confidence in, like, hey, go outside, hey, go do this well, thing. Well, I also go. think I, I can't remember when it is. Um, I'm pretty sure it's already happened, but but we learned that like John can get into Mensa. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It's like the. It's not that this John's stupider. No. Or or not as intelligent. He, it's it's one of those things. He took all the interest and he focused in a slightly different direction. Yeah. It's yeah. Well, and he didn't the put passion, all his eggs say. in one basket. Yeah. The same way that Jeannie has yeah. kind of spread herself out. It's mm -hmm. a similar theme. Uh, and after all that, Rod says he can help John with his hook on his swing. And again, this is layering in where later and John's like, yeah, the guy was a douchebag. Yeah. So at the mess hall, McKay again walks into a table full of laughter. And this time it is sister, his team and Rod comparing uh -huh. Rod's universe to this one. Yeah. Uh, where there, Rod is an honorary member of the Athosian council. Um, godfather to his niece and nephews. Wow. And Earth apparently there also has a ZPM, so they can travel back and forth easier. Oh, right. Another thing that wasn't destroyed. And also, um, later on, Rod is going to spar with Ronan. <laughs> this part's like, okay, this is too far. Yeah. <laughs> too far. <laughs> well, I mean, we don't know how good he is at sparring. Well, yeah, that's true. That only proves even further. What if he is terrible? But he's like, I'll do whatever you want, Ronan. Uh-huh. And they get called down to the containment chair. So apparently shutting down the experiment just made shit worse. Uh-huh. Uh, so Zelenka started to back up again. Pressure was building like a dam. Mm -hmm. And so it's best if we can avoid a catastrophic overload in this case. So we have a little blame shifting, lashing out towards McKay. Mm -hmm. But turning it back on is a temporary band-aid. In a week and a half, the tear in Rod's universe is going to be so big it's going to nom 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 <laughs> ro uh, Rod's Atlantis. I do love I completely unrelated but Zelenka seems to be the one guy who doesn't give a shit about the other Rod. Yeah. yeah He's yeah. like whatever. I have my Rodney. Um, Which if if it does the tear just get large it's going to yeah, cause yeah. some physics chaos which is bad. Mm -hmm. Like the whole universe flashing out of existence bad. Yep. Thankfully, Rod has some ideas, but it's, it's going to be... The Langoliers are coming. Genie's help. 100% Langoliers. Mm -hmm. 
And while they work, McKay has a side conversation with Jeannie. And when I say side conversation with Jeannie, it's basically like if I whisper something to someone. <laughs> it's a stage whisper. The whole room can still hear it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, McKay was a little jealous that Jeannie was having breakfast with Parallel Universe's version of her own brother. <laughs> Um, and McKay tries telling Jeannie that he doesn't want her hanging out with Rod anymore. Well, that's gonna work out well. And Jeannie's well. like, bitch, please. Yeah. It's like, you haven't been my brother since I quit school. Yeah. Ouch. Um, McKay was just trying to stop her from making an incredible mistake. And she's like, no, Mare, no. That's not, that's You not were trying to control my life. Yeah. I disagreed with you. And then you just stop being my brother. <laughs> and that's not okay. You're a brother in blood and name only. Yeah. You stop being around. And we haven't talked in four years. And it's not like Jeannie knew how to get a hold of McKay. Um, you know, top secret base in another galaxy and shit. Um, but McKay thought that Jeannie was wrong and therefore wasn't worth talking to. Oof. Wasn't worth being part of his life. Yeah. Meanwhile, Rod is hearing all this and is just like ignoring it to the part where it's getting way too awkward. It's just like, hey, you guys got something? Hey, Over. I'm here. I don't yeah. want to be in this conversation anymore. Can we change the subject? Um, but when he asks, you guys got something over there, He, Jeannie just goes, we don't. Yeah. Which is, you know, gut stabbing. Ouch. I think that, I think, I definitely think that point in time is where Kate McKay goes, oh, I, I fucked, up. fucked up real big, didn't yeah. I? Yeah. Things are not so clear and direct as your little steeplechase to the top of the science. Well, and I also throne. definitely think that part of it is in no way, I doubt in any way it's what McKay intended for it to no. come across like that. Again, yeah. It just, it's just, he was so focused on what he, he did just, that he was unaware of the collateral damage. Yeah, th there wasn't the empathy to, like, think about how it would be perceived from her. Yeah. In John rooms later, while John is detailing his golf clubs, McKay's just venting. You know? Uh, you'd think that two McKay's would be working faster, but no. Working slower. Um, and McKay wonders if Rod is lying. Like, yeah. if if they everyone knew this is a one-way trip and they just wanted to get rid of Rod. Yeah. Which, maybe, man. I mean, considering how annoying he is, yeah. it's possible. But Mr. Mensen in another universe knows the real reason. McKay fears Jeannie likes Rod more. Hmm. Which, no. It's that's crazy. Not, that's not a that's thing. That's not, you might be onto something. You don't know me. Nothing that happened between Jeannie and McKay was done maliciously in any way. And yeah, of course McKay has regrets, but like, you know, pretty much everyone knows McKay is bad at saying sorry. Uh-huh. Or that he's wrong. He's it, bad at feelings in general. Because it happens rarely. Ha -ha, yeah. I won. Yes. He's bad at feelings that aren't just glee and righteousness. Yes. <laughs> Because they are uncomfortable. Yeah. And uh, instead of uh, confronting what might be difficult or awkward conversations or feels, you just ignore them. Yeah. You take that <laughs> shit, you shove it in the corner. Yep. And you just pile more shit in front of it. I'm not looking at you. Don't. Uh, listen, I'm, I fully understand. I'm in, I'm in that picture. <laughs> 
It may not be as large of a picture as McKay, but I'm fully in that picture. Yeah. And McKay realizes that, yeah, Jeannie has some really, really good reasons to hate him. Yeah. And, uh, good talk! And he thinks John is, is McKay's called over the radio again. Back in the containment chamber, Zlinka set up a way to pick up transmissions from Rod's universe. Can't respond to him, can pick him up. Um, and we got a message. Jeannie explains that the exotic particles are spinning way out of control. Fast. But the smarty pants in the other galaxy have a solution. Mm. I mean, it would destroy Atlantis and tear a hole in this universe, but it would save their universe. Oh. So they're just as arrogant as we are. Uh-huh. Hey, it sucks for you, but save us. Well, I guess it's one of those where it's like, fine, You started this. You started this, and if it's going to be one universe or the other, we're going to pick our own. Yeah, that's fair. So they're briefing Weir on everything. Rod explains that their idea may work for sure, but all of those exotic particles are going to come rushing back across the bridge to this universe. Mm-hmm. But it basically sounds like they're going to do it anyway. Yep. Which would be, like, bad? Like, swallow the entire galaxy? Maybe even universe bad? Yeah, it's not going to be good. Which, again, McKay points out, everyone can agree that's bad. <laughs> yeah. So the plan's going to take six hours. So our crew has six hours to do something before that. Mm-hmm. And Rod says they have an idea. McKay points out that it was Jeannie's idea. Jeannie does notice that credit being yeah. passed. yeah. They have to collapse the bridge with a massive burst of energy from this side. And the size of the energy blast is, like, enough to severely deplete their ZPM. So we end up further back than we started. You can sense the annoyance in Weir. Uh Uh-huh. Well, we were doing this to create energy and now we're losing all our energy. Yep. Hopefully there'll be enough left to dial Earth, but a lot less often. Yep. And I don't want the Wraith to show up. Yep. But they kind of don't really have a choice. It's either this or destroy that entire fucking universe over there. Back in the containment chamber. I love Zelenka's like, what the fuck are you people doing again? Yeah. So while Jeannie finishes some of the calculations, Rod pulls McKay aside. The Daedalus is still in orbit. Uh, and they both thought that the fact that Rod could be beamed back through the energy stream and be transported to the universe, but it's so risky. McKay's like, I wasn't going to suggest it. Right. Because I didn't want you to think I was just sending you to your death. Uh-huh. Yeah. But Rod is willing to risk that. Mm-hmm. And he already has the data list ready to go. He already told the coordinates, everything like this. Yeah. Um... Because as nice as this place is, it's not Rod's home. It's not his, uh, yeah, it's not his people. You know, John, his John may be a know-it-all. Taylor's hard to talk to, and Rona's basically the same in any galaxy. I mean, I believe that as well. Yeah. Yeah. But they're his team, and no one needs another McKay around here. I mean, he's not wrong. He's not. And But this is the part where Rod's like, I envy you a little bit. He goes, you say what's on your mind no matter how it makes you look. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine the freedom that McKay must have not caring if people like you or not. And McKay's like, people don't like me? Oh, he's just oblivious. It's not that he doesn't care. <laughs> he just assumes everyone does like him. Yeah. And 
Rod knows McKay has it great here. Look, we've done the calculations. When some levels that I'm pointing at that we're not going to write about or no. tell anyone about no. reach the certain number, mm. that's how you know I made it home. So Rod says goodbyes. Um, including knowing about enough check to say take care to Zelenka. Oh. A big hug That is a Jane. little annoying. Yeah. <laughs> um... And, and radios up to Hermia that he's ready with nothing left to say, mm-hmm. but there's no place like home. Oh, he's beamed away. So they get ready to get this thing shut down for good. And McKay even offers Jeannie to press the button this time around. Oh, look at that growth. And you can see it is not pressing the button that makes Jeannie so happy it is the fact that it was offered to yep. her. Yep. So everyone gets everything gets cycled up. Powers at full. Everything is working. Hermia beams Rod into the bridge as it begins to destabilize. It's not quite enough power yet to fully collapse it. And with the ZPMs already down to 50%, that's still not enough power. They have to keep going. They have to crank it to 11. Yep. So finally the bridge starts to collapse. But McKay doesn't turn it off just yet. According to the readings, Rod has not yet made it through. I mean, real proof that at the end of the day, our Rodney is a really good guy. Mm Mm-hmm. So we can see the ZPM behind him is at 17%. Mm-hmm. It's down to 5%. Finally, McKay says to cut the power. Rod is through to his own universe. But in order to do that, they have completely drained the ZPM. It's it's weird because it's selfish and unselfish all at the same time. Yeah. Because he helped this other guy get over. He, I mean, he had nothing to win by doing no. it. But also, he helped himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's a, it's an interesting, like, conundrum. But ultimately, it just shows that he is a good person. He does give a shit. Yeah. He's just weird about showing it. And and Jeannie's like, look, you did the right thing. But, of course, it doesn't feel good as all the lights turn off and yeah. power, I guess, is switched over to the generators. And uh, McKay's like, I'm going to get so fired. Oh, yeah. Some night after that, John shows Jeannie the video that McKay made during Letters to Pegasus. Where he talks about how important family is. Oh, yeah. And how, without mentioning Jeannie, um, says he sometimes wishes he did better. And he really wishes you the best. And he's sorry they weren't closer. And maybe if they make it out of this one day, they can be. Because he Mm -hmm. would like that. And you can tell um, when McKay has moved on to other subjects, they stop the video. Jeannie's touched. Yeah. Like, in a confused touched. Well, she just didn't ever think that her brother had come to those type of realizations. And as far as she knew, the Rodney she knew four years ago, he had it. No. And now she's seen three sides of her brother. <laughs> so McKay walks in on them, and they do the stop talking about him. Yeah. John leaves. And they just awkwardly, hey, at each this other. This is weird, yeah. So she's going to head back with the Daedalus in the morning. And I'm just imagining two weeks of the Daedalus. Mm-hmm. At least on the way out here, they were working on something. Yeah. On the way back, it's just you sitting by yourself. Yeah. Kind of bored. Uh-huh. I hope she's got books or something. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, and in, in talking with Weir, like, yeah, we're super not happy with losing the ZPM. But since they saved the universe from destruction, <laughs> McKay's not fired. That's fair. Oh, and he got this clay figure thing that he swiped off Weir's desk for Madison. <laughs> it's fine. It's probably not an ancient relic or anything. And the look on Jeannie's face is like, clearly I'll be giving back this to Weir yeah. in the morning. This is not a child's toy. Um, 
and McKay just really wanted to say, I mean, he, he wanted, he just can't get the words out, and, and Jeannie's like, it's the thought. You yeah. tried. Yeah. And instead, for a few more moments of awkwardness, McKay just hugs her. Yeah. Aww. And it takes a moment for her to settle into the hug, and with both of them in some tears, McKay asks, how are you? Are you happy? Are you okay? Aww. And she goes, yeah, Mare, I am. I really am. Aww. And the best news is the intergalactic gate network should be completed soon, so it won't be another four years, but coming for Christmas all depends on if Caleb is making tofurkey. <laughs> yeah. Please don't make a tofurkey. So in the mess hall for the third time, McKay walks into his team laughing. Uh, is McKay just not getting the team emails? Is he missing lunches? <laughs> they were talking about Rod, though. Hoping he made it back, but either way, glad he ain't here no more. Yep. John's like, we find them creepy. <laughs> Ronan just can't stand people who are nice all the time. Pretty sure they're hiding something. And and he kept trying to correct Taylor on Athosian history. It I was love this so annoying much. as fuck. I just love how they take the time to take care of their own Rodney. Like yeah. they didn't have to have this entire conversation. No. Anyway. And John just found him annoying, and McKay is honest. That's really nice to hear. Yeah. What else is happening? And and they start joking how Taylor's got the hots for a new marine and she kicks him under the table and blah, blah, blah. I do love that. And as the camera pulls away, we fade out. Yay. Um, this is a fun one. Yeah. It's a really good one. It does show our Rodney's growth and a kind of like a little bit of forced growth. Yeah. But mostly just how he has this. He always had this in him, but he doesn't have to be like Rod. Yeah. To be a better person. He mm-hmm. just has to be himself with a bit more compassion. Yes. Um, I absolutely love the scene at the end with the team. It's just yeah. a nice reminder that, hey, you're our team. Yeah. Uh, this other guy, fuck him. Yep. End of the day. Um, next up, the- next week, SG-1, Company of Thieves. Oh. Um, and since I am, uh, Grace is watching me start to peel skin off my feet again. Oh, yeah. We're going to wrap this up. Yes. See you next week with what I've decided is a rogues guild. Yep. That Vala is going to join. Yes. The end. Alrighty. All right. We'll see you then. Uh, until next week, you can find us on Twitter at Terra Podcast. Uh, Facebook. What do yeah. I say? Yeah. Facebook. There's no place like Terra. Um, email us at there's no place like Terra at gmail.com. There's a Patreon somewhere. Yep. And then rate us and like us. A review, blah, blah. I have stayed coherent for far too long. It's gone. She's falling apart right before my eyes. Yep. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.